This name's Stu. This is the Evil G Podcast. Um, I was trying to think uh, what number this is. I think it's 25 of, of these, which had just taken over and is now the podcast, and, and, and that's it, because no one else wants to do it with us. There's mm. no way this is 25 already. Um, I believe it is, I. Jesus. Man, I'm going to be dead soon. Time's <laughs> flying by. Yeah, but you're doing this weekly, so... <laughs> you know... 25 weeks. Actually, that would make sense. Yeah. Oh, sorry. What, half a year, six months? It's, it's 24. <laughs> oh, well, uh, Next week. It's about six months we've been doing this. Yeah, it wouldn't seem like it, does it? No, it really doesn't. And we even haven't... We haven't... All right, we've had different days, but we haven't missed one yet. No, no, we haven't. Um... It's been consistent, which is new territory for us. Oh, big time! It's, it, it's all. It turns out wasn't that hard. So, <laughs> nope. Get, get together for an hour and a bit online and just talk our nonsense. Mm. Uh so this week, this week, uh, this is always the problem with weekly. You get you get slow weeks, and I'm saying that's a slow week. But the uh, Tokyo Game Show happened. Um, hmm. and some, somehow this is still a slow week. Um, yeah, so there th- wasn't much new coming out of this. Um, there was some, some stuff, uh, that was shown, new trailers, things announced for existing, um, existing games. Um, one that probably interests you, Shu, was, uh, a bit of footage from... Uh, Gungrave or ah, uh, Gungrave Gore or Gungrave G O R E. Um, uh, See, I think if well, if uh, this was happen, what I think is happening is uh, this was finished. Like uh, this was meant to come out December two thousand eighteen. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I reckon you're. We right. never heard anything. Now they released two VR games the year before, and they got stinking reviews. Mm-hmm. Like they were shot on. I take it they're just like uh shooting gallery type things. I, I think literally what they did was take the original PS2 gun graves and just you know, you it apparently it was still third person and all, but it was VR. You were just Ooh. sort of aiming with your head. <laughs> I like that's it. not a VR game, I'm sorry. I hate aiming with my head. That's <laughs> I have so, the hands for um, a reason. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I think what may have happened is obviously they didn't want to release another shitty game because, you know, the first two have quite a cult following on the PS2. So I think they maybe mm. went back to the drawing board. I think it was like a year and a half ago, your man did come out in an interview and says, uh, I want more time to make it a cooler game. And now obviously, I, I know I cut you off and you were going to announce that uh, your wee woman, I forget her name. Ikumi Nakamura. Yes, so if you're not too sure who that name is, folks, that's the cute little doll that came out on uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, and the internet just fell in love with her for some reason, because she was so excited. I, I will just point out, she's <laughs> a cute little doll. She's also a very experienced game developer who has a, a lot oh, of yeah, big, yeah, yeah. big titles under her belt. But everyone just remembers this way excitable woman on the stage. Yeah, she she was she had definite passion, and she had presence. Um, oh yeah, that yeah. press. That's exactly what I was looking for. She's presence. So she came out and she was announcing she about Ghostwire Tokyo, and then she left. 
that uh, tango <laughs> just left. Yeah, I, I'm out. It was like it was like two weeks after too. <laughs> it was so weird. Uh, but then she's obviously working I, I now on Gungrave Gore. Yeah, you know, I think that was. I think that was Shinji Mikami was jealous. He's like, there's only fucking, <gasps> there's only room for one star <laughs> in Tango oh, Gameworks, and that's me. I right. I reckon you're right too. <laughs> I love Shinji Mikami, but I reckon you're right. <laughs> He's all get the fuck out of the star. Uh. But uh, I'm excited to see that it's still in development. And I will actually, I didn't even like before we uh, before we started recording. It was actually yourself told me this, so I look forward to seeing this trailer and what's yeah. happening with it. No, yeah. So it's uh, 2022. Um, is the well, that's not much of a date, but that's what they said. Mm. Um, it looks like uh, a bunch of stuff getting shot and <laughs> just standing there pulling fucking poses and shooting. Yep. Um, which uh, understand for me that, that's that, that's gun grade, baby. So, yep, yep. <laughs> um, he blows up with a coffin and shoots stuff with two massive guns. Yeah, what more could you ask for? I'd look cool as fuck doing it. Uh, some of the other stuff, uh, there, there was talk of that forespoken that Square Enix, um. Not a Final Fantasy about your woman that gets pulled into this other world and then has magic powers and can swing about. Um, they they showed Stranger of Paradise. That's getting another demo after whatever the hell went horribly wrong mm. with that first one. And it got a date of the 18th of March next year. Um, it you looks excited for that? Not excited, no, but um, it, it looks decent. Uh, the one thing I can't get past is how fucking edgy early like 2010s the cast of characters looks and they're really generic, <laughs> which is putting me off. I'm interested to get a spin-off of Final Fantasy 1 um, mm. with what's-his-face? Uh, what, what are you... Uh, the, the Warrior of Light. Um, oh, the no, antagonist the, the was... Anti- uh, yeah, something begin with a G. G- Gobal or Gobal. No, no Galbraith. <laughs> He's in that fucking fighting game I play. Y- yes. Um, Garland He's is the name. Garland. And you become a G. Um, yeah, something to do with someone called Jack Garland. Um, the lead character is Jack. Uh, who knows what, what, what this is but yeah it looks like hack and slashy with magic um stuff and as long as you get a game like that runs well and is solid control is always going to be fun to play mm. um regardless uh so the remember that uh that sega trailer for that rpg everyone was upset uh, about yeah they're like well, you kind of made the <laughs> the rod for your own back there because um, it turned out to be a mobile game uh, it's called Sin Chronicle so it's it's a new thing um, it's based it's a RPG and it's based around player decisions where you're making a decision at the end of each chapter um, and the idea is to share those decisions how your story works out on social media uh, just not not for me oh, apparently the, no actually this is a sequel to something called chain chronicle 
um, which came out in 2013, which I'm not familiar with because it came out on the PlayStation Vita. I might have a look at that since I have done mm. things with a PlayStation TV. <laughs> which <laughs> might let me look at that. That could sound really bad. Uh, yeah, I did a wee bit of hacking. <laughs> it's all right. Oh, there we go. Yeah, as long as it wasn't anything else. Jesus. What that else could have been would really you <laughs> You said you'd done things with a PlayStation TV, but oh, jeez. Yeah, installed custom firmware and that. Yeah, that, no, that's <laughs> that's what I like to hear. Um, but this thing called Dungeon Encounters, which is from uh, Square Enix as well, which is a really weird looking RPG um, that doesn't look like an orb so it looks like a, a map or a floor plan it's just wee squares it's really looks bare bones um and you're moving one square at a time but you can uh, like, like it's you can somehow jump to i don't know how to describe this it's it looks like a board game there we go it looks like a board game um uh-huh. And you're moving tiles, you have to uncover the tiles, you're filling them in as you go, uh, you fill them all in, and then uh, you can go to the next s- map, I guess, um, and it's turn-based battles, uh, and ah, it looks weird. Um, Sounds weird. A mm, uh, bunch of Monster Hunter Rise stuff. Uh, it's going the PC on Steam. There's Sonic's going to be in it. Ghosts and Goblins is going to be in it. Right. Uh, and then some Xbox stuff. Um, so a lot of first-party Xbox stuff, such as Starfield, uh, Redfall, um, is going to get... Japanese voice uh, and full localization, uh, which is uh, yet another attempt for for Xbox <laughs> to try and get a foothold in Japan. Uh, probably the right way of doing things. And then they announced, uh, like I said, Scarlet Nexus, which was a uh, Bandai Namco game that uh, just recently came out. Um, AI uh, Somnium Files, uh, which is from a developer that does a lot of mystery puzzle-based games. Um, don't know if you ever have the, the, the nonary escape games now. No. Don't think it's I know that I've seen that Scarlet Nexus on the PlayStation Store, and I've never actually knew what it was. Well, Scarlet Nexus is a bit more straightforward, um, action-y type of game mm. um, using telekinesis and that. Um, and Sweary, the, the developer, uh, who does Deadly Premonition, Sweary being a, a person, not the studio, um, <laughs> his next game, The Good Life, is getting an exclusive demo on Xbox, um, yeah, n- nothing much else that, uh, that's jumping out of me from, uh, from TGS this year. It seems to have uh, taken quite a back seat 
than the, the years it used to be. Well, not as big a deal as E3, but it was still something you would expect to hear some yeah, new news. Of, but, uh, all new, bunch of new trailers, like, um, mm. you know, new trailers for, for Spoken, Guardians of the Galaxy, Life is Strange, um, which I thought was out. Or maybe it's not out in Japan yet. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, The First Soldier, that weird mobile-only battle royale. Um, oh, yeah. That uh, Chocobo GP, kart racing game. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, nothing, nothing groundbreaking, but like uh, those big, big announcements are now that they're only going to be done, you know, on a a developer's own streams and stuff. There's no no point in keeping them for stuff like this. Um, so do you want to talk (laughs) about? Talk about that game you you saw that you mentioned there. Mm-hmm. That game that you wanted to talk about about trains. Oh oh all oh, right, I. I'm sorry. I only seen the trailer for this last night, and I think it looks incredible. Yeah, what so the hell is this? Yeah, so it's only been. I'm kind of jealous because it's only been announced for Steam at the moment, right? But. It's called Choo Choo Charlie. Now the guy's he's a wee one man team. And he makes these wee mad indie games. And this one is about a train called Charles. Uh-huh. Who is also a spider train. So you have to get away from Charles. Hold on. Who's crawling <laughs> about this map. You just said spider train like that's normal. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'll be honest. I had to watch the trailer three times because I was looking. I'm going, is he on the tracks or is he just crawling around the place? And he does. He's just crawling around the place. Fair enough. But he's this massive train with an evil face and spider legs. And he just crawls around after you. And your only way of defending yourself is your own little train. Now, your train isn't like him. You have to use the tracks. But you have a gun on the back mm-hmm. of your train. So you basically have to get away from Charles or you can try and take him out. So you can like upgrade your train and all by like getting materials and shit like that and working with the locals because the locals know about Charles and they all try and get away from him and all because he eats people. That's his thing. Yeah. And nobody knows where he came from. So you have a job to either get away from him or kill him. I just like this sounds absolutely fucking balls crazy. Now I'm looking at this trailer right now. That's a big map. That is a huge map, by. Well, you're on a train if you think about it, so I'm guessing the idea is you sort of chugga-chugga-chugga to one part of the map, try and get new materials. Yeah, yeah. And still fend off old Charlie boy. Jesus, look at him go. Look at him, <laughs> I, look at him go. It's fucking terrifying, look at him. <laughs> yeah, so this, uh, I, I was thinking <laughs> when... I first saw of this is like nah, this is just gonna be like a Five Nights at Freddy's type fucking street, let's overreact on the stream game. But no, uh, you're upgrading this train. There's a gun on the back. Um, yeah, there, there. This seems to be a bit more to it. Yeah, uh, I think it looks very interesting. Plus, I'm just interested in the fucking crazy mind behind it. Like, who who woke up the morning and thought, "Hey, I've got this idea for a villain for a game." He's a train, but he's a spider. <laughs> That's like a mod you would see in Skyrim or something. Have any of this guy's 
games made it to console? I don't think so. Um, I, re- I must actually check that out. That might actually give me hope if they have. Let's see. But two, I don't think. Two, uh, my beautiful paper smile. <laughs> no, it's not ringing a bell. Oh, this got this has got a cool look to it. Um, Cloud Climber. That's free. Uh, Night in River Rager. They, is is games tend to share this sort of look to them where it's like um they're almost like 2D like ink sketches um I yeah know. i've noticed in even in that new one he's got the 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 people you talk to seem more like sketches rather than models yeah and i i like that look um mm mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, Choo Choo Charlie has uh, definitely caught my eye, and uh, I think it's first quarter next year. It'll be early access, but yeah, well, it, it um, looks very interesting. If it does well enough on PC, it could make its way way to to console. Um, and you know, well, the, the only reason I found out about it was because actually Eurogamer were talking about it, and that's what I'm hoping. If it's getting that kind of publicity already. Yeah. Um the, the uh yeah it's it's getting some buzz there, there's there's uh, under the review section in Steam there they aren't reviews but it's it's quotes um there's a quote from Eurogamer train shouldn't do this sort of thing they just shouldn't PC gamer <laughs> <laughs> PC gamer is a choo choo charles is a very bad train but you have a machine gun good luck <laughs> You got rock, rock paper, uh, shotgun. So it seems to be doing the rounds. Um, some some big uh, some big outlets there. So yeah, if if it gets the, the attention um, and does well enough, yeah, maybe it it might. This seems to be definitely looking at his other stuff here. Is that this is the most ambitious game? Um, everything else seems two mm. D. Um, Whereas this is, I'm not sure what engine that is, but um, yeah, it seems to be definitely, definitely going for something. It's a, a fucking bit, spider but, engine. That's what it is. Fucking <laughs> hell! It's I, it's just the design of that it gra- grabbed my attention. I think. Mm. So yeah, that caught my eye last night, and I thought, "Fuck me! I really hope I get to try this someday." Speaking of the consoles and some PS5 stuff, um, so they added, uh, Sony have added game trials to two games, uh, Death Stranding, Director's Cut, and Sackboy, A Big Adventure, where you can download a free trial, six hours for Death Stranding, five hours for Sackboy. Only problem is that that timer starts when you begin the download, not when you start playing. And They almost had it, you know. Yep, they almost had it. <laughs> uh, if you've ever used uh, downloaded anything on a Sony console, yeah, not the best speeds. And if your internet's not great, on top of that, you'd yeah, probably spend a couple hours downloading these games. I have a question. Go right. So let's say right, we were obviously discussing the the workaround around this. So. For those uh, who might know about this, if you have a second account on your PlayStation, what you can do is you can download the trial on one account, then log into your account, and that way you don't have to download it. You'll get your full five or six hours. 
However, I've just thought of something. Mm-hmm. What if your internet's really bad and it'll take you more than six hours to download it? Does it just stop once it hits six hours and goes, nah, you're done? That's a good question. It doesn't really See, matter it, since you're either way. You're never not finished. Or maybe <laughs> they'll just finish and say, fuck you, we're taking up your hard drive space. Then you have to delete it. <laughs> Nicely done, Sonny. Okay, yeah. How did they not? It's, how did they not think? <laughs> it seems so it's, obvious. It's just the dumb. I'd rather they turn around and give you maybe two hours to play, but you know, from when you pressed play game, and maybe that's the reason why it's six hours. Because I imagine six hours playing Death Stranding, you'd be tapped out. That you'd be like, "That's enough of this." Ah, you'd be. I uh, fuck no, this shit. <laughs> no fucking buying this. I fucking. I've walked forward for an hour and a half, and I haven't done anything. Very quickly, off topic. Yeah. Did you see the uh, director's cut trailer? I have no interest in that game, so no, I haven't looked at any of it. It popped up in my feed, and I was like, right, you know what, just for the crack, I'll take a look at this. The trailer is four and a half minutes long, and it is the main character stepping in and out of a cardboard box. Oh, I, I... And I'm sort of going... Yeah, I get it. I get it. But this is fucking stupid. I made Metal Gear, you know. Hey. <laughs> oh, that segue doesn't work because we've got an horse or anything to talk about. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Man, Kojima's a bit of a clown. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> I, I honestly think Konami maybe, maybe kept him in check, you know. Yeah. Uh, I haven't played this. I don't plan to. It just doesn't look like something I want to play. Um, so I'm not going to waste my time. But his... The self-referential... He seems like a guy that smells his own farts and loves it. 100%. You know what I mean? It's like he's, yep. bought, he's bought into his own fucking hype so much. And it's like... You mean like he's another Shinji Mikami? There can only be one star. Uh, so, well, Shin- <laughs> Shinji Mikami doesn't reference himself in his own games. Like that's a good or, point. Well, like, not yet. Well, um, like he doesn't shoehorn his weird interests into his ah, games. You know, and uh, I know what you mean. Uh, um, uh, what else did they do? They've been buying some studios as well. Uh, Mm-hmm. Sony have um so they they have bought uh, Fire Sprite which is a Liverpool based team um earlier in September and then they've added to that team by buying Fabric Games who are made up mostly of ex Sony Liverpool um developers uh so Sony now you have um uh, Sony Liverpool guys who they shut down in 2012 um and who are the guys that, that made Wipeout? May as well just point that out. Not the, the, there's no uh, hint at them, you know, making no. a Wipeout, but that's just, just good to know. It's at least a possibility, no? Yeah, it's always a possibility, like, but does Sony own Wipeout? Oh, yeah. So they got Wipeout when they bought whatever um, 
uh, Sony Liverpool were called before because because there's all Sagnosis. That's the one now because because there's one of those there's a wipeout on N64, isn't there? Um, yes, it was Wipeout '64. Yeah, um, imaginatively titled. That was all N64 games, though, wasn't it? Let's just stick a True. 64 on the end of it. It's like Super Nintendo. Let's stick a Super in front of it. Yep. Um. So yeah, that's all. All there is to that. The, they've been doing a lot of this buying up stuff. Um. They they mm. bought Housemark, uh, who made that Returnal. Um. Mm-hmm. A studio called Nixes. Um. They've partnered up with Jade Raymond's studio, uh, and they've also just bought Bluepoint, who did the uh, the remaster or remake. I of, think of that's Demon's their Souls. biggest deal. The Bluepoint out of all the Wii studios, uh, because those guys have really done some amazing remakes. Like they done Demon Souls, they done Shadow of the Colossus, they done. Uh, they done the, the the Uncharted's from PS3 to PS4, and they literally rebuilt the original from the ground up. Mm. Um, so, and yeah, uh, I was going to say one other the, big one they did. Um, Demon Souls is their biggest thing because that was almost from the ground. Oh, I, it, it's it's still technically not a remake. It's still they still started with the original mm-hmm. game and did stuff. But they did a hell of a lot of stuff. Um, it it mm-hmm. wouldn't be fair to call it a remaster either, because it's it's more than that. Um, and now they're gonna be working on a completely original game, which it'll be interesting to see what they do with a completely blank slate. Yeah, because they've made all different styles of games. Well, they've sorry remade all different styles of games. So I'm curious to what the first style of game they will actually make. Yeah. Well, well, I'll have to wait for announcements on that, so... Mm. Mm. Imagine uh, a mid-silent hole. <laughs> I would take them over Blooper Team, to be <laughs> We're remaking the original Silent Hole. Done. <clears throat> They're making a new game as well, in the blipper. Um, uh, they they've got three games in the works now. What was it? It's a new Layers of Fear. Uh, uh, they're doing the new Layers of Fear. Oh, they don't know. People don't know if it's a new one or a sort of PS Five upgrade of the original or something. Yeah. Are you gonna play um, the medium when it shows up? Oh, it's been out for weeks now. I haven't bothered me whole. Oh, is it? Um, yeah, I don't blame you. It was kind of disappointing. Um, you, I, I actually took your word on it. Um, you said there's no combat on it. None, no. That put me off, you see. I was like, oh, for fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah, it's like, I know combat isn't the focus, but it's something that is a part of Silent Hill games, um, regardless. Yeah. So, it's the idea of you're not too sure what's right in that corner because your radio's going nuts. Mm. But in this year, it's that sense of... I can't fight things, um, and I'm either gonna be go into a stealth section, like you mm-hmm. know, there's nothing there that can hurt you unless it tells you there's something here that can hurt you because now we're in a stealth section or now we're in a chase section, and it's like if you made a Silent Hill game like this, I would fucking hate it because mm-hmm. Silent Hill doesn't have sections. It's like here's your gameplay, off you go, uh, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. 
doesn't do that sort of like they're not completely open but there's an openness to silent hill and this is like yeah. the medium's very very linear um like to the point Sounds where very much like um that that one they did with rooker higher yeah you, you can't it, it, really it, die on that yeah, unless it, you're in the the nightmare world yeah it is it is very very much like that um so uh yeah whatever <laughs> i just if it end, like I'll, i i will wait until i see uh, if it ends up them mm-hmm. they they are doing it and I'll, i would wait until i see what it is but if if it if it takes on more of a blooper team game than a silent hill game um then nah <laughs> nah thanks mm. um and then speaking of konami uh so apparently they're they're gonna remake uh Metal Gear Soul 3 for real this time uh so no no uh no announcement of this but it's like there's a, a studio name being thrown around and everything Virtuous Studios who have done some ports for games for the Switch uh XCOM 2 Bioshock they've also worked on Jedi uh Jedi Fallen Order and Shadow of the Tomb Raider um as a support studio um so yeah like ground up remake of Metal Gear Solid 3 why not I have no problem with that I mean I did enjoy Metal Gear 3 but surely if you're going to start remaking Metal Gears you'd start with one <clears throat> they've done that way back way, know, way, way, way back but like, yes it only ever came out in the cube. C three is a lot of people's favorite. Um, it, it has. A, I really enjoy three. I think the it, only thing that annoyed me was there was a particular boss fight. I know you can cheat him, but that sniper fight. <laughs> Fucking hell! I didn't have any problems with that, and I. I'm shocked at you because the the tactic I used is something that would be right up your street. It's, I know what you're going to say because I lost my rag and did this. Just I just grabbed the M60 and went running into the jungle yep. like a madman, and it worked. Yep, I lost my temper trying to fucking use a microphone and a sniper rifle and shit. I was all fucked. this. where's the machine gun? Yeah, what's the other thing? Tearing at him. The other thing you can do is just leave. Uh, change the clock Aye. on your PlayStation and come back and he's dead. Yeah, two weeks and he'll die of old age. I like that, though. That, that's, yeah. the, that's the side of Kojima I like, is stupid, dumbass stuff like that. Sometimes it's like, you don't have to do it, but it's it's there. It's it's like the Psycho Mantis. Um, like, you could oh, yeah. struggle through that boss fight, or you can just plug into the second controller port and beat him handily. Um like Did you ever try that stunt in Metal Gear Four? Um, there was the, no, the psycho. The, no, I, I oh, know. Yeah, yeah. So I know. what? I know the way you could change the port number on your controller, though. Ah, oh, right. Did I changed the port number. Oh no, because then Snake phones Otacon and goes, "Hi, hey, I can't move." And Otacon's all, "You didn't change your port, did you? That shit ain't gonna fly." <laughs> <laughs> What do you think this is a PS One? Yeah, well. So yeah, um, silly shit like that was good. 
Yeah, but... Um, if Metal Gear 3 gets remade and they do a good job, I'll buy it. Yeah. and this Because I've played through that a couple of times. This will be them uh, proving, no, we, we, we don't need Kojima. Mm. Especially if it's a reimagining. Yeah. I, I don't know how reimagined it will be, but... I wonder, like, um, they've completely ditched that Fox engine and that, so... Um... Well, I'm guessing what they might do is they might take some shit that happened in Metal Gear 5 that maybe doesn't make sense in Metal Gear 3 and go, right, now we're going to redo Metal Gear 3 so it makes sense. You would need to do more than redo Metal Gear Solid 3 to make all that shit make sense. <laughs> don't think it ever made sense in the first place. Um... <laughs> Uh, just lastly here on, on games, so EA's at their bullshit again. Um, <laughs> so FIFA 22. Um, so so you brought up the fact that they're <laughs> pre-selling fucking cards that you can't use yet. Yeah. Um, which is... Uh, what the fuck? Fucking nuts. Um and then the the one that really fucking just annoyed the fuck out of me um, more than it should have was this. So the this latest FIFA, they're adding in cosmetics that you can buy um, on top of everything else, which won't carry over to next year's game. So what the fuck are you doing? Mm. And <clears throat> so they they it's a bunch of anime theme stuff, but it's not actually any an actual anime it's generic ass anime look like kind of stuff with some fake ass character that they just made up um uh it's just like this is fucking like the wor worst kind of like corporate let's cash in on something that's popular but not really put any effort into it bullshit it, uh, it's misunderstanding of why a thing would be popular in the first place like you know there's lots of different shows anime yeah, as we shows. were saying before we started recording you could have used so many different oh, no. sort of tie-ins or that, crossovers or i wasn't even getting to that yet i'm just saying it's like like the reason people people don't like anime just because it's anime it's oh, yeah. that each show has its own merits uh there is bad anime right there you don't just like it because it's there and you doing a fucking character that has no ties to anything other than it's just in fifa and it looks like this thing is like what are you doing it's like you don't really give a shit about it if they give a shit as i was saying there are tons and tons of anime about football that you could have done a tie-in um there's even like there's loads of recent ones there's a you know a show called days um there's captain subasa which has been running for fucking years and just had its own game recently come out uh there's farewell my dear kramer um there's the night in the area inazumi 11 which i'm pretty sure that got traction in the west and was like dubbed yep. and all and was as a as a cartoon like there's so many of these shows that's only there's a couple of games of that yeah yeah um if you gave a shit about giving uh a, you know allowing your fifa fans to express their love of anime you would actually fucking pick a show and go through without making up your own generic bullshit 
So mm. they that that stuff always winds me up in games. It's like what what are, who is this for? <laughs> like who's who's that for? Um Hi, as I said earlier, they should have used the hurricanes. There's your ultimate crossover. <laughs> Fucking go for it. No one can ever beat them bastards. And they always cheated. And they're supposed to be the I good guys. Say that, ah, exactly. They were supposed to be the goodies. And some of the antics they got up there, I was like, wait, if this happened in a real match, then fucking boys be sent off. They're, they're, they're natural heels. <laughs> Plus, no offense to the, any American listeners, but they were yanks and they were beaten like Brazil and shit. And you're like, I dead on, lads. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I know Eurogamers made the tie to uh, like Fortnite that does this and like what's next Avengers mm. I will give this to Fortnite though. like Fortnite is just a fucking marketing platform at this stage at least yep. they pick specific franchises and characters to put in their games yep. so it's like yes I am a fan of Mike Lowry from Bad Boys <laughs> so, so I'm gonna get the Mike Lowry skin um, it's not like this here just shows a complete lack of caring to the entire fucking art form of animation. It's like, let's all roll all that shit into one big ball and make this generic fucking soup that comes out and slap it on your fucking football player. Go fuck yourself, EA. Go wow. fuck yourself. I'm glad uh, you I'm have nothing to do with the Night's Old Republic remake. Because you put microtransactions <laughs> in it, and I don't care that you did the Fallen or uh, Jedi Fallen Order, and that didn't have any of that. Still, you haven't done anything since. Go fuck yourself. We we know a couple of FIFA players, right? Mm-hmm. And we know the average FIFA player. Not gonna have They're any interest in this. Gonna be I, interested I in this. I have no idea who this is for. <laughs> oh, I can't work on it either. But, you know, if it costs them money to make and nobody buys it, fuck them. Then you get into how much the shit costs. Too much. That's how much. Um, <laughs> right. We got ourselves all angry. Let's talk about wrestling now. <laughs> to calm us down. Um, nothing really big in uh, news. Uh, <laughs> Keir Hogan got signed to AEW. All good. I'm glad that happened. Uh, long overdue. She's, she's very, she, very good. She's great. Um, she is. Um, the uh, I'm not sure if this should be part of. The, no, I guess it is part of part of Rampage. But um, that ladder match this week, the yes. casino ladder match that we'll be having um, to decide the who will get a shot at Kenny's title. Um, so we've got six entrances. With one left off, um, we've got mm-hmm. Pack, Pack Orange Cassidy, Miro, Moxley, uh, Matt Hardy, and Lance Archer. Um, who's going to be the mystery opponent? I'm pretty sure we know who the mystery opponent's going to be. A certain depressed millennial cowboy, maybe. Oh yes. Yeah, I Has think. To be. Yeah, I think it's. Um, it's, it's time. Yeah, it's it's going to be uh, Hangman, and uh, yeah, he's going to win. Yeah, we're predicting it, but yeah, we still want to see it. Doesn't yep, totally. Just because just it's the obvious thing doesn't mean it's bad. I like that. Just because it's obvious doesn't mean it's bad. Um. So on the Dynamite, then, uh, we're 
coming out of Rochester. This is where Brody Lee was supposed to debut mm. way back when. Um, and this was this whole show uh, was basically tribute to 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 the man himself. Um, and basically, I went for the real feel good. Um, Aye. All the stuff you wanting to happen happen, um, which is good. Uh, so with opening with a like, they're making this habit of just fucking knocking it out of the park where they're opening match. Just an absolute barn burn. Like last week, we had you know a dream match: um, Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega. This week we get Adam Cole versus Jungle Boy. We all know how Fucking big a deal hell. Adam Cole is, and if you don't know just how big a deal Jungle Boy is by now, uh, he is the future. He just is. All big time. Before we even talk about the match, though, Adam, Adam Cole's entrance. Oh, it's amazing. How does he time it so well? As uh, as Excalibur was saying, he just listens to the first three or the first thirty seconds down at the gym, <laughs> <laughs> just on repeat. <laughs> like uh, by the time he he gets on uh, up on that apron, he's at the part where he has to go, you know, the the boom, and he's just the thinking, boom. Yeah, he knows what it's he's amazing. doing. Hell of an entrance. Ah, uh, uh, this that being said, Adam Cole has a banging tune, but uh-huh. Jungle Boys just takes it to a new level. Oh yeah, tar- that fucking crowd goes nuts. <laughs> Yeah, Tony Khan knows how to play the game from the you know the entrance side of things. You know, get mm. get some people are going to sing along to. You can get over on entrance music uh, alone. Oh, um, lots of guys have have proven that. Um, this match was fucking fantastic, unbelievable. Starting out, lots of chain wrestling. Um, yep, boy. Showing off. I liked. I liked. There was a wee moment where Adam Cole, uh, Jungle Boy, went to do his usual thing where he went goes to bounce off the ropes, and as soon as he done the hand lock up, Cole just kicks him in the gut, and you're like, "Oh, that's the first time anyone's kind of done that," because mm. Cole's been scouting him. Yeah, <laughs> that just it just goes to show how how good Cole is. Um, it, it does. Mm. Uh, there's a reversal of um, an attempted uh, Tope Suicida as well, isn't there? Yes, blood Cole blocks that because um, that's yep. that's something Jungle Boy often does, and it, it's it's just good to see. Is like, yeah, there can be psychology to to that jumping outside the ring because now you know it's like, well, it's, it's yeah, you could miss before, but this was an actual um, Cole turned that into offense for himself, which is great. Um, and we get big big moment here. Um, Jungle Boy kicking out of two, the Panama Sunrise, um, and people just going fucking nuts. The pop for him kicking out was unbelievable. I popped. Because you, like, you thought that was it. You thought it was over there. Yep. Uh, Jungle Boy turns it around and gets him, uh, you know, dodges the, the, the knee where he pulls down the uh, the knee pad and, and gets him into the snare trap, dead center in the oh. middle of the ring. And it's like, oh, you're like, Tap, you bastard. Tap. I will confess, I was shouting at my TV. Tap, you <laughs> son of a bitch. And he got Cole slowly... I love Adam Cole, but he's a baddie. Slowly dragging himself to the ropes. Um, 
Jungle Boy does the thing well anyone would do in that situation. He's like, no, you're not doing that. Let's go the hole to pull him back, but then that like allows Cole to get out, uh, distract the ref, mule kicking the balls, um, and mm. then the running knee. Uh and and then that's 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 all she wrote. Uh really good match. Um Adam Cole ended up getting booze in that during the match. Yeah. Um which is just, a, I think, that's a testament to how, how much Jungle Boy is over. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, fantastic opening match. And there was the wee Pro Bowls after. It just, yeah, yeah, you got the, I, I like the commentary team. They're all, like, uh, speaking, a, talking about Adam Cole's music and Jungle Boy's music being great. And then the Elite music hits and they're like, for fuck's sake. This is shit. <laughs> like, forgot to mention CM Punk's on commentary for this. Actually makes it through the whole show this time. Um, yes. <laughs> Talks about that as well. He's uh, been taking insurance out. <laughs> He's got his Lloyds of London insurance. <laughs> and then JR's, oh, I heard about that racket. I mean, that deal. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Um, yeah, so Elite come out. Um <laughs> Some stupid ass. Carol Anderson gets the cut a promo just good because he missed last week. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking Michael Nakazawa, the hand of Mike. Well, even before that, fucking Cutler went to speak and fucking neck grabs the mic up. Shut the hell up, Cutler! <laughs> And Nakazawa, he's just like, I have nothing to say. And then he's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fantastic. Then we get Kenny, um, who's talking about his match last week being the best thing ever, but he's in, no rematch for Brian Danielson. Um, Brian Danielson comes out, and then here we go. Calls him no balls Omega. Kenny no balls Omega. To which a chant starts as Kenny no balls. And this this chant carried over to Rampage. Because Rampage is filmed yep. right after Dynamite. Dynamite's live. So when we saw Omega <laughs> later on Rampage. Yep, Kenny no balls. He sold it well. <laughs> he did. I, he, he, I love Kenny selling, man. Even for a chant, he goes nuts. Um. So, he, he uh, Dinosaur challenges any of the elite uh, on Rampage. Mm. Um, Omega says, "Why not now?" Um, Danielson's like, "All right then," but uh, I'm bringing some help. Uh, out comes Frankie Kazarian, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Marco Stunt, and Christian Cage. And the elite runaway. That Luchasaurus rub again. Yeah, he needs it. He needs it. <laughs> Luchasaurus has to support the wee guys. Like, it's, not everyone can be a massive star like Luchasaurus. <laughs> the wee, the wee in, independent wrestler Brian Danielson can do well. Yep, he's for, doing well for himself. Yeah. For this, this the this new kid. <laughs> Okay, right. We're getting close to solving fucking ridiculous here. So I know. I um, know. Next we have Dante Martin and Matt Seidel. 
against Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson. This match again oh was fucking brilliant. The matches in this dynamite were just so good. Uh, um, Dante Martin, fucking hell! Uh, how I, I, does he do that? I don't know. It's just it's so smooth, and he does these things like the the big uh tope flipping senton to mm-hmm. outside the ring and he lands on his feet and takes everybody out and uh, how he's so so good um i think he, he's gonna be he'll be a great single star and mm-hmm. you feel bad for his brother um i know darius because like no one knows what darius can do because he got injured pretty early on um i and he's imagine he comes back and he makes Dante look rubbish. That'd be insane. Yeah. But I, I'm pretty Can't sure. It, like, I, I'm pretty sure Darius can do. Uh, I'm pretty sure he is as good as Dante. Um, Why? They, they when he gets back, I think they need a good good push for for top flight. Like get time. them in, get them in the title picture. Um, could could you imagine them two versus Lucha Bros? Oh, that'd be amazing. It'd be a great match. Um. So, the story of this match is basically Co- Cody's being a bit of a hot dog and thinks he's the big man. Um, mm. Lee Johnson looks looks really great in this match, and he gets yes. to a point where Cody's tagging in there. He won't tag out. He's getting his ass kicked. Um, Lee Johnson just grabs him by the trunks, pulls him over to the corner, tags him, gets in, <laughs> and then wins the match. <laughs> And then Cody gets on the ring, uh, on the mic, is all like, oh, Malachi Black, I want you out there. And then, fuck. <laughs> um, oh, jeez, what happens next? Fucking Arn Anderson oh. takes the mic off and says, shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> and then he's all like, say it to me and you, Cody. You're stopped at a red light in your car. Guy opens the door, says, get out, I'm taking your car. You're like, please don't hurt me. And you get out. Me, I pull out my Glock and I splatter his brains all over the ground. I say, fucking Jesus Christ. Arn, what are you doing? The fucking crowd's loving it though. If you... American crowds, they they pop for murder. Um... If you ever see uh, Aaron Anderson parked at the lights in his car, just stay the fuck away from him. I don't even walk there in case he thinks you're going to you might, uh, you might get the wrong fucking, wrong impression. <laughs> fuck me. But he basically calls Cody a loser and leaves him in the ring. Yeah, takes Lee Johnson with him. What does this mm. mean? Do you know what I'm loving about the, all this situation, though? So they've obviously kept, copped on to the fact that the fans aren't behind Cody at the minute. Yeah. And I think this is going to lead into some mental thing with Cody slowly losing his mind. He's going to turn into Stardust? I don't know about that. I think it could be worse. <laughs> what What if, like, he murders Arn? <laughs> like, actually? The crowd loves murder, apparently. Where's I, Arn I, Anderson? I, 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 I left I, his brains over the concrete. I don't think he could. I think Arn would have him. Uh, true. So keep in mind, this is a man that went at fucking Sid Vicious with scissors. <laughs> Sid Vicious is like seven foot tall. Have you mm. seen uh, or Psycho Sid, whichever one, whichever flavor you want? Aye. Um, <laughs> yeah, weird promo, but still good. 
I, I like yeah. where this is this is going. Um, uh, I think Cody's finally sort of sort of just sort of settling with the fact that uh, the the white meat baby face just doesn't work it anymore. Uh, but I, like, I think they had this plan from way back. I I have a feeling this this was their plan for the Malachi Black stuff after his reception with uh with the qt stuff and all because that's when people sort of started mm. getting sick of all that and i think the the malachi black stuff was them like right let's turn this on like let's do something with this let's do something interesting that mm. really you haven't seen this kind of angle before where the guy's taking the heat they know he's they know black's good and they know people love him and they know he can he can present like a heel and still be technically a face in that because he hasn't mm-hmm. done anything too heelish yes he kicked Arn, but Arn was in the ring getting all up in his yep st- stuff like so um th- you can rationalize anything malachi's done as him just doing his he's having his matches he's he took out the entire nightmare family the vast majority mm-hmm. of them are wrestlers do matches and he what do you want them to do lose the match on purpose just to make them feel better so no and th- this whole you know cody coming apart at the seams sort of thing um i like it and i hope that if it depends what the payoff they go for because if they if they go for him getting his shit together and winning the end they need to do that really well where the fans are still behind it because you're in danger of trying to do that end game and the fans just not coming along with you and going fuck you uh, Cody still so um, uh, uh, you don't want Cody becoming the next Cena yeah um, it's important to, to get the sympathy on him uh, it just doesn't have it yet the, the sympathy yeah. um, so we'll see where it goes though um <clears throat> Next we had John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, Darby Allen versus Bear Country and Anthony Green. Uh, it was a fun wee match. Uh, mm. Just uh, getting getting the lads on on the on the show, uh, but on Culver Sting uh, doing the Scorpion I... Death Drop on King or Green afterwards. It's like you heal now. What are you doing that for? I, I, I'm a I'm a Sting fan and all. I'm like, hey, hey, what's going on here? No, I understand that uh, your boy Anthony Green is probably a big Sting fan. As all like, oh god, the god the Scorpion Deathlock on me or Scorpion Death Drop on me. It's like, but that makes Sting look like an asshole. <laughs> like, he's hanging out with Marks and Kingston. No, that's like it's the only reason he can get away with it because they're nothers. Hundred percent. See if Green had like, you know. Slapped Sting on the side of the head during the match or something, or just done Aye. something to him to deserve that. Like, yeah, well, it is what it is. Um, mm. Next, we have our big feel good moment. So, <laughs> fucking, ah. was it 16 man? 16 man, 16 yes. man tag team match. We have the entirety of the Dark Order with Orange Cassidy versus the entirety of the Hardy family office, including Jorah Joel, which I bet a lot of people hadn't a fucking clue who that was. CM Punk didn't. CM Punk had no idea, because he's only ever appeared on Dark. Um, yep. So, yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't blame people for not knowing who he is. Yep. Um, He's uh, an Indian wrestler who's actually Indian, not Canadian, for a change, mm. so, which is uh, it's good. Um, 
but please don't make him Matt Hardy's manservant. That does not have a good look. Uh, So yeah, this this was... um, the match was going along, wasn't going too well on side of Dark Order, not not on the same page at all. Um, and half of them go to walk out. Do you know what made this so good? Sorry, before this even happened. Yep. Excalibur sounded really pissed. Yeah. He was literally like, come on, guys, get your act together for one night. No, and you were yeah. like... This is really, really good. It's like, we're in Rochester. Like, what are you doing? Um, uh, is it Uno? Um, Uno clashes with Reynolds by accident. So Uno, Grayson, and Colt. Take a powder. a walk off. <laughs> take a powder. Um, and then out comes Negative One, Tay Conti, Anna Jay, and Amanda Hoover. Um Mm. Birdie Lee's wife um, and basically a little fucking negative one has the papers and he nails Udo with them and the crowd pops so much for it and it was brilliant and I loved it it was fantastic and then uh, Amanda Hoover reads him the riot act um, they all turn around and get back in the ring and they win the match and the crowd is all yay. Poor wee, uh, poor wee George L gets absolutely fucking destroyed. Oh, I, gee, that sequence he, he went gets... through is like fair play to him because because you're, you're you're doing um uh the the sequence that Reynolds and um Silver Silver do as their finisher to begin with the the kick the suplex into the you know there's like 15 fucking moves but then you're going in the <laughs> everyone else's finisher and finishing off with the uh the fatality um it's like yeah that's a lot of moves in a short amount of time to to yep. take um yeah it was just a really good feel good moment uh this one um it, like i know people were like uh you know expecting maybe someone else mm. um i don't think they could have done this any better I was, I was. No, I think that was even better than if it had been Bray. Yeah, I, I think like there's no one closer to Brody than Amanda would have been. So yep, you can't 100%, get better 100%, than that. Hundred percent. Yeah, that, that was the right person to to come out and and fix that problem. Mm. Um. Hey, we got Leo Rush. He is signed. That's Good right. to see him. Good to see him back. Um. Mm. Now get private party away from that party and put him put them with Leo Rush. He can manage them and also wrestle. Fuck yeah, that would be good. His uh, his promo he cut was very managery because he was talking about you know bias yeah. and and stuff. So, um, yeah. The obviously he he retired recently because of mental health issues. Um, no better place mm. he could be now to to overcome that True. stuff. Um, so we have Dan Lambert up next <laughs> with Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky and this is the point where it's the mic is being handed over and Ethan Page fuck me yep. tightest tits in the game unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I forgot that line <laughs> 
great fucking promo. Um, it, it was like, you, did you, you see the the promos they cut right after uh, Grand Slam? Yeah, the back set. Well, yeah, it was on Elevation, wasn't it? Um, mm-hmm. it was like that, just fiery heel promo, I guess. Aye. Um, I really good. Scorpio was really good, so as well. I have mm. to admit, uh, I sort of think Scorpio has that sort of really good sort of. Well, he has a reason to do his promos, but he has that sort of real good sort of. You can really feel that Scorpio's kind of pissed. Yeah, aye, good angry stuff from him, and this this could be Dan Lambert sort of. Right, we've got we've got this shit started. Off you go. I'm gonna step back a bit now. Um, Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I want to see more what they do with the, those MMA guys they've been bringing in. That's that's interesting stuff. Um, mm. uh, um, next, we have a segment where we're announcing a match for next week. Uh, Hikaru Shida going after her 50th win. Serena Deeb really looking forward to seeing Shida on TV again. Her English has come that's along. That's going to be so- fucking brilliant as well. Did, like, her, her English? That, I was generally surprised i was like jesus you've been practicing do you know the do you know the story of why she's working so hard to get her english like sort of as good as it is no but she lives in she's america she's desperate so. to do the podcast is she actually <laughs> she wants to do the podcast really badly nice um but jesus yeah she's she's definitely improved and do you, do you think we should point out we don't mean our podcast, by the way, folks. Sorry if you think we're getting our car seat on as a guest. I'm sorry. We obviously mean the AEW podcast. That would be a disaster. You'd have to do it yourself. I wouldn't be able to speak. <laughs> so you're admitting that you would get starstruck by someone after all these years of saying you would never be starstruck. Eh, maybe for Sheeta. I I can see why. Holy Sheeta. Um yeah, so do you think she gets her 50th next week? If it had been anybody else, I'd have easily said yes. I think it'll still be a yes. They just gave her, like, it'll be her 50th win, but it'll also be a really good match. It's going to be a phenomenal match. Serena Deeb yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah, why well, she's... So, she is obviously fantastic. Yeah, Deeb's one of the best wrestlers in the world today. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to qualify that with women. I'm just going to say best, one of the best wrestlers in the world today. Um, so, yeah, um, it, it'll be an excellent match. Good, uh, it's a good match to have on your anniversary show. Your longest reigning mm-hmm. champion going after her fiftieth win um, against a hell of an opponent that they'll, they'll put on. They'll put on a classic. Um, yep. Uh, after that, we got Penelope Ford and the Bunny versus Anna Jay and Ty Conte. Um, another. This was a very hard hitting match. It was. I. Um, Fucking hell! But uh, it's a Ty Conte match, so that's what, that's what she does. Um, I, I like the the notes here, uh, and uh, like this is I just. Use AEW's show notes uh, to to mm. remind myself uh, all this, the stuff that happened. They put like the uh, the bunny stomps a rabbit hole <laughs> into <laughs> Anna Jay <laughs> instead of a mud hole. Um, yeah, it was, it was a, a good match as well. Um, another another one for the 
Obviously, they, they've been getting brass knuckled all over the place the last couple of weeks. This was another mm. another dark order win. Um, to for for the the Rochester show. So mm. yeah, no no one of those feel good moments. Anna J and um Pen- or Penelope. Anna J and Take Conte wearing matching gear here, looking like all a tag right. team. All right. Hmm. I was I was thinking that myself when I seen them. I was like, "Ooh, that's an actual tag team look there." Hmm. Well, we'll see. Um, hey, th- there's a forbidden door, and there's knockouts tag titles in another company. Just saying. Oh, right, right enough. Yeah, true. Uh, next MJF promo. Fuck. <laughs> One of those uncomfortable MJF promos. Uh. Yeah, he, he talks about the four pillars of AEW, like the, the guys that made their name in AEW. You have Jungle Boy, Sammy Guevara. Um, and he's like, Jungle Boy beat him, Sammy Guevara beat him, Darby Allen, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> beat Darby Allen and himself. Um, he says, without, the, without him, this company ain't shit. He's the past, present, future, and he wants to be a world champion. And if he doesn't get it, he's he's got um, f- fuck Bruce Pritchard's number on speed dial. <laughs> Punk's reaction to this was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has Bruce Pritchard's number. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Punk, uh, is, Punk is great on commentary. He, he does, he, oh, he's fantastic. Um, Darby Allen comes in, uh, basically tells him to shut up. <laughs> Say, keep threatening to leave, just go. We won't Aye, miss you. Nobody will miss you. <laughs> um, and then that's what, that's, that's, that's where, I don't know they haven't made a note of what he said here. <laughs> um, no. So MJF goes into the, so, so Darby's, oh, like he, he's straight age, um, and the reason that he was in a car crash with his uncle, who was drunk at the time, his uncle died in that car crash. Uh, mm-hmm. Darby almost died, um, so that's the reason why he doesn't drink. Uh, MJF brings this up and basically says the wrong person died that night. Uh, um, <laughs> it's a fucking rough fight. Um, uh. But I, I am sure Darby Allen signed off on all this beforehand. Oh yeah, I uh, don't think he, he's the type to just pull that shit out and uh surprise you with it um so mjf's trying to rile him up into getting violent and darby's like no Mm. you can't break me um you can't break me mentally uh and then mjf storms out with wardlow i think we're gonna see Mm. wardlow fucking destroy sting oh jesus this is gonna be this is gonna be him trying to get to darby now um, yeah, try and get to him mentally. Uh, it seems like St- Sting's gonna have a target on his back here. I just hope that that I, actually happens and I, not Sting beating the no, shit out of Wardlow. No, no, that that can right? No, it's fucking that can't Wardlow. happen. No, the, like, I, I mean, like if they had a match, Sting can't get offense in ever. Ernie does Wardlow just stands there and goes, "What the fuck, old man?" and <laughs> Wardlow has to literally eat Sting. Yes, he has to destroy him. Absolutely destroy him. Sting can't stand a chance in that match. 
Oh. Love right. thing and all, but no. Uh, on to the main event uh, for the TNT Championship. Miro what versus Sammy Guevara. Another great match, yeah. Um, Miro choking the fuck out of Sammy with his necklace. <laughs> And commentary said, that's not a disqualification because Sammy brought it into the ring. It's fair game. Mm. Let me ask you this question. Is it legal or illegal mm-hmm. to hold a person's tights when pinning? <laughs> Why is it legal to I don't, I don't think it's... A, I actually don't think it's illegal. It's just sort of frowned upon. It would be... Uh, I, I don't. You wouldn't get disqualified for it, but the referee would stop it. They wouldn't... Uh. Ca- they would stop the count. It'd be like a rope break, uh. but... Yeah, fair enough. Well, technically, he did the same well, with the chain as well. It was all high money uh, fuck. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just being pedantic on purpose. Uh, anyway, <laughs> no, this is really it's, Sammy's fucking amazing. Hey, oh, it's obviously so is uh, Miro, but like the stuff Sammy can do. Um, yeah, he does that. It was six, such a great uh, reflection. Yeah. So you've Miro's with the strength of the power, and Sammy just with the crazy agility. Yeah, aye. Um, we get, uh, you know, eventually the, like Miro starts to get a bit, uh, a bit peeved off that he can't finish him off, and starts ripping turnbuckles up. Mm. Um, to which, you know, you take the turnbuckle pad off. Guess who's going into that turnbuckle? <laughs> Same if you set up a table. Ends the rules. Guess who's going in that table? Um, <laughs> yeah, so he gets sent head first, and Sammy doing the tornado DDT. I forgot to All mention right. there is uh, while he's doing yep. this turnbuckle shit, Fuego does come out and gets fucking rattled again. <laughs> for <laughs> Fuego. Um, oh. And th- this is the uh, they've been building this narrative for weeks now. Is uh, you know. Miro's neck is his weak point, mm-hmm. um, and the tornado DDT does it here. He, then he, he he gets Miro up for the GTH, which is very impressive. Yep, um, because it, I, it was class when he did it. Because even Punk was all, "No way is this happening." Yeah, I mean, Miro's a very big boy. Sammy's a very small boy. Well, he's not very small. Miro has to be at least what two seventy. Big guy, anyway. Um, mm. Cigarette machine with head. <laughs> now we get the, the, the 6.30. God, Jericho's so annoying on commentary, but then he sometimes <laughs> says things like that. Why can't he just be like that all the time and then not talk over people? I, I tell, like, on, on Elevation, Mark Henry was commentating, and he was really good because he was able to get a word in. Yeah, I... Um. Yeah, six thirty-three. We got a we got a new TNT champion in Sammy Guevara. Good yep. to see. It made me stand up out of my chair and go, "Yes!" So <laughs> that's how you know it was good. Yeah, uh, it's a that's a no, an, another great episode of Dynamite. Um, and then. I have a funny feeling. Do you remember uh, when Darby and MJF were out there? And Darby says, uh, you know, you can slabber all you want, but only one of us has been a champion. Yeah. Right? Now Sammy's been a champion. Yeah. I think Jungle Boy's going to get a belt before MJF. <laughs> MJF, the last one. 
But MJF will get the prize. So you reckon that's saying Jungle Boy is going to be a tag champion, or be a tag champion, or maybe down the line as well? He'll be TNT champ. I don't know. But um, there's another another title in there you could be challenging. It's not not recognized, but FT, ah. <laughs> FTW. I thought, I thought you meant the BTE championship. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it doesn't count. No, besides, you're not getting that off 2.0. No. Jesus. <laughs> you want a shot? <laughs> a week without 2.0, that was weird, actually. <laughs> um... They gotta take a break sometime. They both work hard. I guess so. Uh, they've been all over TV recently, so um, give someone else a go. Uh, mm. So rampage then. Back to an hour for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, we only have Taz and Excalibur to begin with on commentary, which I'm not mm. complaining about. Um, nope, brilliant. Yeah, I, I know. When the the four four man on commentary is the no call for it, really. I know, like, Punk... Yeah, it is a bit much. Punk on Dynamite, that was, you know, special occasion. Punk, don't do that all the time, so... Um, yeah, we we get the uh, the match that was made on Dynamite, or the, the challenge, and it was Nick Jackson that answered it, so we've got Brian Danielson versus uh, Nick Jackson. Just um, say that again. Brian Danielson versus Nick Jackson. What a fucking match, eh? It was great. It was very, very good. Um, uh, fucking Danielson's kicks are probably. So, are you starting to see what I mean by the difference between Danielson and Daniel Bryan? Do you yeah, see the point like where he's well, like, to me, they're two different people. That like, see that thing where he's like, I have to the count of five. Ah, that was uh, that's that's a pure Daniel Bryson or uh, Brian Danielson thing. That's he does that all mm. the time, and it's like he's a face right now. But he's just that's like he would, takes any opportunity to inflict pain. That's his thing, mm. um, and he does he does it in this. Uh, it's 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 great. Um, I love that Nick returned to them though later yeah, on uh, <laughs> in, in pure Nick Nick Jackson fashion. Um. Yeah, he he, he he shows it back when when he's getting counted. Um, but we do get the first Danielson win here, uh, and it's done mm-hmm. with cattle mutilation. It's been a while yep. since someone's tapped out to cattle mutilation, uh, and then afterwards, um, we get. We get more uh, bullshit happening with uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Page coming in. Um, and then we get uh, Jurassic Express, Chris and Cage coming down to help uh, Danielson. Uh, Omega immediately leaves. <laughs> <laughs> cool with that. Um, Jungle Boy gets Adam Cole into the snare trap, uh, getting him back for that low blow that cost him his match. Um and then Omega charges back in. Danielson gets him in the label lock. And we've got Cole and Omega just sitting at, uh, opposite each other in the ring, tapping out. Brilliant, hey? It was good, eh? 
the the one moment I really enjoyed during the match um, was the I, I call it the kickoff. So Danielson's doing one of his kicks, and he's kicking. Oh no, I'm sorry, Nick Jackson's kicking the daylights out of Danielson. Mm. But Danielson starts leaning into the kicks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so fucking cool. Because the only person I've ever seen do that is Big uh, Ishii. Yeah. He don't, that's his kind of thing. So when I seen someone sort of else doing it, it was pretty cool. But then yeah. later on, he starts kicking the fucking daylights out of Nick. And you see Nick goes down and try to lean forward once and he just goes flat on his back. <laughs> Aye. Aye, you know, that, that's just pure strong style of stuff. Uh, it's kind of like mm. remember Eddie Kingston and Miro doing the chops. Oh, and then Miro eventually goes, ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> He's the first one to break. Um... Yeah. Uh, next we we had um, Ricky Starks uh, as we pre-recorded promo thing in his Maserati, um, setting up the Brian Cage match. What are you mm. laughing at? Because <laughs> what what happened afterwards? How bad stitches? Oh, was it Taz? Ah, when they go back to it, and Ricky Starks is all producer, director, and writer, baby, I can do it all. All right, oh. <laughs> you went time. Live your Maserati. Fucking Tazzy. Amazing. Uh, yeah, so we're going. It was kind of cool to see Starks. Yeah, that's it. We're finally going to get that um, that Starks and Brian Cage match. Who wins that? I'm not too sure, but is Cage, uh, is he sort of soon to come back? Because I know he just had surgery. He didn't have surgery. He had a stem cell treatment, what kind of went a bit wrong. I think oh, that's right. why he was out. Um, was ah, his, right, 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 right. knee was some sort of stem cell thing. So I don't think it was full on, you know, surgery. All ah, right, okay. He must be back soon. Um, Hope so. I like Cage. And then we have a CM Punk promo, uh, basically saying it's yeah, it's time to get serious now. Mm. Um, not much to that. Just uh, didn't announce who his next opponent will be or anything. But um, whoever steps up, nap time is always on the menu. Um, like Three way match: Jade, Jade Cargill <laughs> versus. Nyla Rose versus Thunder Rosa. Jade Cargill coming out with an attitude, flipping everybody off. And yep. Um, so I did notice there was a there's. I, I enjoyed this match, but I definitely think Jade needs a just a wee bit of what's the. I don't want to say work because she does definitely doesn't need work, but um, she needs experience. Is what she needs. Ah, uh, just carry herself in the ring a wee bit better. Uh, you can see her sort of sometimes looking at her opponent, sort of looking at them as if, are you ready? And you're like, yeah. trust me, they're ready. You just got to swing. Yeah. Um, so that, that's the weird thing. The, the big spot of uh, Thunder Rosa putting Nyla Rose through that table. That was... Uh, that didn't look nice on Nyla's head at all. No, because it was off the apron onto the ground through the table, which, mm. yeah. Um... And then we we get uh, we get Jade Cargill pinning Thunder Rosa because um, you're hitting her with a with a chair. Mm. Um, 
Which I guess that's the way to to make Thunder Rosa still technically not lose properly. You know, um, were you a bit shocked at this result? Kinda. I thought Thunder Rosa was winning Same. this whole day. Um, she. I had, thought maybe Jade would have pulled Nyla. No, I thought I thought Nyla was definitely there to take the pin. I thought she was taking it off Rosa. Um, but the reason being is Jade Cargill's getting up in them rankings, and I can't see a match between Baker and Cargill being good because mm. look, Baker's excellent on the mic, and she's good in the ring when she has a good opponent. Um, mm-hmm. With Jade, you're kind of jade does need to be kind it's it's not her fault she's just very very new at this still um and i do feel like aw's threw her into the deep end about two fucking jesus calm down boys yeah look at her she's only had what six or oh yeah i get that i get that you could not have her jobbing out on dark no you you wouldn't wouldn't have her work um yeah no i give it you 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 mean um I'd say, is she getting a title match? Where is she ranked now? Is she number one? She just pinned the person who was number one. So one would assume mm. so. Uh, yeah, you never know. She could surprise us, but uh, that's going to be a match where Brit is going to lead. Yeah, it'll be a test for Brit for sure. And if she can pull it off, mm. fair play to her. Um, mm. Like, you know, she she's had some great matches, but she's also had uh, proven great opponents. Um, ah. And, and this will be the first time where it's like, right, it's all on you. You you have to guide this person through and get a good match out of them. Um, and and the buck stops with you, basically. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, next we had Malachi Black. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Looking all spooky, spooky, spooky. Um, he said the the black mist came from his his heart. He hopes it stays in Cody's pores faster and eating him away. Um, and for the night, like he said, he was dumb with him. He pretty much did. I he said there there's plenty of tolls that need to be collected in AEW. He's fucking Ooh. brilliant. Who's next? Who's getting it? There's so many great matches he could have. I know there's one guy that's itching to have a match with him, but I don't know how you would do that match. Oh, um, Grayson? Stu Grayson is itching to have a match with Malachi Black. What if Malachi Black tried to take out the Dark Order? Fuck. But then who who would the crowd side with? He'd come out and be all like, "Who the?" F-? I think that that he would manage to get himself booed there. Like, like you're not dark. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you talking about being dark? It would be a great match just for the two of them, hey? Yeah, yeah. Um, the main event we <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, the interview. Orange Cassidy. Oh, what's what's this match? <laughs> <laughs> and Mark Henry's like, well, if you lose, you get your hair shaved. He's like, well, I guess I'll win then. And then just walks off. <laughs> I love that. I guess I'll win. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
So yeah, hair versus hair match. Orange Cassidy versus Jack Evans. Um, because I guess Matt Hardy didn't want to get his head shaved. Apparently, mm. this is something Jack Evans is known for as well. In yeah, this is like his second or third time getting his head shaved. Um. So yeah, uh, we we've I seen him get his head shaved in lucha like so that's the one I know of. But yeah, uh, I think he's done it, done it a lot in Triple A. You know, hair versus masks type of stuff. And so he just grows his hair just to get it shaved. I guess so. <laughs> so it's it's an good match here. Jack Evans doing a lot of his mm-hmm. uh, flipping. Uh, Orange Cassidy, not so much. Uh, <laughs> he, he grabs a hold of Jack Evans' ponytail at one point. Um, Matt Hardy cheated because he's a cheater. He pulls Orange mm-hmm. and just fucking wheels him on the outside. Um <laughs> But then uh, we get more of the HFO coming out um, to to help um, Jack Evans. But waiting for them there are the best friends. Well, Chuck Taylor, Wiener Yuta, and Chris Stathander. Chuck Taylor and Wiener Yuta are, are dressed as barbers with towels mm-hmm. and everything. <laughs> Stathander's got a towel uh, in the shape of a swan. Uh <laughs> Um, while that's happening, Orange Cassidy gets the orange pu- punch and pins Jack Evans. Um, <laughs> fucking Matt Hardy's like, sorry, Jack, it's for the greater good. He <laughs> just leaves him there. <laughs> um, he gets his head shaved. He does. Again. <laughs> I like the way they're, uh, like, so he cuts off the ponytail first, swings that around a bit, and he starts shaving. The top of his head. And he just pushes him off the chair. <laughs> and starts sweeping the floor. <laughs> He's sweeping the floor <laughs> the entire time. Uh, fucking hell. And we get the big finish where uh, Dark Order come out with negative one. They do the big the big hug um, yep. in the middle of the ring. Um, and that's that's how we end. Uh, the crowd Rampage. goes home happy. Yeah, the two shows that was uh, nice, nice tribute to to Brody. Um, mm. Like I said, you you couldn't couldn't really have done done that stuff any better than they 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 did that. I think that was the the best choice to go with Amanda Hoover and, and negative oh, one. Oh, hundred percent. Was him chucking the papers and all? Brilliant. The Bray Wyatt stuff was never happening. I knew it was not. I said before that I didn't. I didn't think it, it was happening at all. Um, mm. And I think he is, was actually still in his 30 or 90 day non-complete at the time. Is he? Yep. So definitely wasn't happening. Now, he might appear at some point, but there was more of them impact rumors running about as well. But right. who knows? Yeah. Big ladder match next week. Looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. It'll be good. Hoping that's the uh, we get to see our boy Hangman again. And have it's a been like ages. It, it has been ages. That's why it's been second. But that's gonna do us for this week. Um, 
Aye. And we, we will be back next week with more games and shit and wrestling and all that thing, the things that we always talk about. Why would we talk about something else? Maybe we will come back yeah. and just talk about politics or something. I don't know. Oh, that'll be exciting. You'll have to find that out next week. <laughs> See you then. Goodbye. See you, folks.